Hello and welcome to Friend Update episode number three. My name's Dan Wood. And I'm Adam Spring. And in today's episode, we're going to be catching up with the main man, the founder, chief architect and COO of Friend, Hogna Teitelstad. We'll talk about the origins and the future plans for Friend and also how technologies like blockchain and IPFS are about to change the internet. Hey guys, and here we are on episode number three of Friend Update. And as mentioned, we are here with the main man, Hogner. Hello, Hogner. Hello. Now, today we also want to welcome our new viewers who might be watching us for the first time on DTube, which uh, is kind of a, a blockchain-based YouTube clone, isn't it, Hogner? Yeah, it's very interesting. It uh, just popped up uh, on my YouTube feed, actually, the other day, and uh, it's quite exciting. Yeah, I mean, I've seen loads of hype about that. It's only about eight days old now, but, you know, we are on that platform as well right from day one. Now, before we get into what's happening with Friend right now and also some, uh, you know, new changes and new exciting features that are coming along, it would be nice, Hogni, you know, for people that are maybe just discovering our videos, just to quickly get a bit about your background, because you've worked in web development for quite a long time, haven't you, beforehand? Uh, I worked uh, professionally with web development since about 2001. And uh, I have a pretty broad experience, been on you know, all kinds of operating systems and, and uh, done work on the server, done work, uh, you know, made websites essentially and, and, and the engines behind them and uh, increasingly got more advanced in it. So yeah, I've been doing it since, since the dot-com uh, years. Yeah, and what's the core philosophy driving friends? Well, the, the core philosophy driving friend is um, access. And uh, this is something that could actually put the name friend just in one word. So we're talking about revolutionizing access. And access to your cloud computer means access to everything you have online. If you think about the, the spaces and, and, and the digital property, uh, property you have online, um, having all of that in one place, having easy access to that, that's what Friend is uh, all about. So when you first, you know, got into web development, I mean, where did the idea of Friend come from then? Was it frustration at not having this already? Well, um, of course, back then, um, uh, the internet wasn't as advanced as it, as it is right now. And actually, most people back then used several apps to, to access their content online. The web browser was just one of, of, of the applications they were using. You know, we can remember Napster and, and, and MSN and ICQ and all of that. And um, so it was very different. And, you know, to the mind back then, it, it could have continued being several different app providers. Um, I think for me personally, it was more about using all the different systems that we had to, to, to uh, you know, kind of master. Um, we had to use uh, Windows at work, for example, and at home it was a little, little bit of this and that. You had older versions of Windows. It was typical to see um, a Millennium version of Windows, Windows 95, Windows 98 plus, everything in between. And uh, it was all the differences between the operating systems, really, that, uh, that uh, was frustrating, uh, at least jumping from, from machine to machine seeing that it, it should have been so much easier. Um, and it was also the time when you got Java, which was going to solve all of this. Um, also, it was a little bit of, 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 you know, wanting to, you know, let people have more control over their operating system, because 
all these changes happened not because of popular demand, but because of having to come out with the next version, uh, essentially to sell new products. And, uh, and uh, for me, uh, going on to the Linux bandwagon, I could see that the Linux model with having free upgrades and being able to choose uh, was so important. But of course, in a format that was only for geeks and, and experts. And so wanting to have an easy to use operating system that you had the same amount of control over, I think that's where it really started. And if you fast forward to today with all the possibilities, it kind of the road has built itself to, to, to giving us this opportunity. And so friend is, is past frustrations uh, paired with, with modern frustrations and finding the solution to that. So as a general user coming to friend, and I guess this is a two-part question because I'm thinking about a general user and I'm thinking about a developer. So if I was a gen general user using friend, what would be the advantages for me of using it? And then at the same time, you know, if I'm a developer, what would be the really attractive thing for me of coming to friend and developing for friend? And what tools would I use? So for a normal user using friend, um, it's all about following where their digital property is. And so, uh, by saying digital property, it's the images, it's the, it's the music that they own, it's uh, the apps that they love to use, it's all the things that they bought or otherwise acquired uh, the rights to use and, and, and watch. And uh, most of this is online today, but it's oftentimes boxed into vendors, policies, and end user licenses and all of that. Um, uh, for the user, it's uh, a way to gain control over their own property and uh, and also feel like they own their cloud computer. So even though it's online, uh, they have the freedom to use it as if it's one of those computers that, that once you're um, uh, once you have acquired it, it's actually fully yours. It's, it's, it's as much your property as the content you view on it. So for the user, it's, it's, it's about access and it's about control. Um, for developers, it is a really open platform for distribution of their uh, creations. So, you know, they can use whatever development tools they want. They don't have to use the stuff that will be eventually really good inside a friend. They could use their existing setups. But when they use friend, they can um, share those apps with anyone online. And, uh, and uh, th there's no system requirements really. I mean, everybody has the browser, they can run friend in that, and then they can access it. And also it's about the interconnectivity. When you're in friend, you have a huge network of people who can get in touch with each other. They can play together, they can exchange um, uh, files, and, and they, can, they can collaborate. And so in that environment, especially since we're kind of giving people several um, networking technologies that they can standardize on if they wish. Um, it's a really easy uh, target if you want to uh, kind of reach a lot of people uh, without having to support a lot of different platforms. Now, you did make a really interesting point there because, you know, you got me thinking then about the fact that we used to have to use a different machine at home and at work and you might have an application installed on your corporate network, but you haven't got access to it at home and you'd have to either track it down or get it licensed. Friend eliminates all that, doesn't it? Um, yes, it does, uh, but of course you still have the old world. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, we do have a revolution going on at the moment in many different fields, 
you have the cryptocurrency stuff happening all over the place with the blockchain stuff that comes close to that. And of course, we have the web revolution in general. Uh, now, uh, you might still want to access all your own software, but the whole distribution model will change uh, you know, in a powerful way. Um, you will have a lot of people streaming applications online. So using Windows applications or even Apple or other applications, even PlayStation games, will be streaming services in the future. Uh, so, so all of that is going to happen, and it's going to happen in the same space where we revolutionize um, apps in general. But, uh, but for for um, think, thinking about friend applications um, being built and, and other web applications in general, it's about um, uh, being able to use them on any device, being able to use them on your phone, on your tablets, in even in VR. Uh, using these web technologies. And to be able to achieve that, you need something like Friend, which is tuned to be interface agnostic, so that you can use uh, uh, different devices, but the same system. Um, uh, and uh, this is really a powerful thing with Friend, that it can actually adapt to so many different systems while having the same compatibility so that developers don't have to make them their apps three times over for different platforms. Yeah. Now you mentioned blockchain a little bit, and then you know, obviously, something that's always come with cloud computing has been the issue of security. And I think it's really interesting with blockchain because, to me, blockchain has come from a clear application, which is you know, cryptocurrencies, finance. Say, if something like Ethereum gets hacked, then it gets sold, and that's how blockchain, I think, is becoming so popular, is because it had a clear application. So I was wondering if you could talk more about how blockchain is fitting into the friend up makeup. And also, you know, for general sort of viewers, what blockchain actually is? Well, um, you know, in Friend, we started out as a company taking investments and, and building products for companies. And we do have a cloud revolution. And so a lot of people are, you know, thinking about moving all of their services into the cloud and reaching their customers without having to offer a download, for example. And so in this case, you're kind of centralizing the cloud infrastructure uh, at the, uh, you know, at the, the, the commercial uh, company's side. So they have their own cloud infrastructure and they want to offer their customers access through that so they can monetize. Now, having said that, uh, of course, Friend um, has a huge potential, uh, you know, with, with regular consumers. And uh, and uh, that's you know kind of where the big deal is you know where the big deal is at. And uh, we've been thinking about that from the very start. Of course, my motive for for you know uh, starting the friend technology was for for regular people and, and not for for companies. Even though that's how you build a technology uh, to build a business. And uh, the fantastic thing about the blockchain technology is that. Some great people in the world um, have now invented a model where you can actually um, uh, monetize uh, open source software without having a centralized strategy. So, so blockchain is essentially using uh, cryptography to, to uh, prove the identity and ownership uh, of data. So you have a, a, 
uh, you know, blocks of data that are linked on the internet and, and replicated between a lot of different servers so that uh, you can prove that it's actually your data that's out there. And uh, it does this in a really fundamental way so that you can even use it for banking. You can use it for, for uh, proving contracts and, and with blockchains like Ethereum, you can even put into in intelligent uh, contracts where you need, uh, you know, you have something called an escrow where, where you have multiple parties that, that need to, to kind of um, uh, identify to, to uh, trigger um, a transaction in, you know, in a banking system or, or just uh, between the different parties. And uh, uh, the fantastic thing about this technology is that it isn't owned by anyone. And it's out there as part of the internet. Today you have so many different blockchains out there with different strategies. The Ethereum blockchain is all about um, uh, monetizing uh, transactions. Um, then you have things like Steam IT, which is um, uh, without the transaction fee. So it's kind of a free blockchain, which is where, for example, the DTube uh, uh, YouTube clone is, is built on top of. Uh, so, so uh, you know, taking friend into this, which is a, is a really uh, fantastic opportunity, will allow us to, to build the friend operating system into the internet itself, just like the blockchain technology has built, uh, been built into it. So when somebody somewhere is running an open source friend server, they're actually being part of creating this, this uh, internet-based uh, operating system that everybody can access. And then by putting the files, and the apps and the services into the same uh, technology, you're really being able to access your own stuff with proof of, of, of um, uh, you know, by proving your identity, you know, getting access to it from anywhere in the world. It's, it's really uh, a great opportunity. Well, you know, speaking of things that have been kind of making the headlines and trending recently, I mean, a lot of people may have heard about IPFS, which is another technology that we're very interested in also um, incorporating into Friend as well. Um, explain a bit more about IPFS and how we'll be using it. So I've been following the IPFS project for about two years now. And uh, I'm, I'm a regular guy at their internet-related chat uh, conference room. And um, uh, they've been building this BitTorrent-like file system now for a while. I think it's from at least from 2014 or so. And um, uh, the idea comes from BitTorrent, but of course it has been tainted uh, in a positive way by also the emerging blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies. Uh, but, but what it essentially is, is a really decentralized file system where you can put in any amount of data and it's permanently there. It cannot be deleted. So it's great for journalists and against censorship. It's, but it's also really great for, for uh, depositing your own data. So by using encryption, it allows you to, to safely and securely mask your data so that other people cannot access it. So if somebody breaks into your IPFS uh, drive and you have encrypted it, they still cannot see the images or, 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 or listen to the music. Um, so they made this kind of worldwide repository of your files, and and uh, you know for friend this means that any friend user you know free or or paying customer you know using uh, one of the channels they will still be able to access um, storage space that is 
essentially limitless and it's really fast uh which it really changes you know with with a built-in um kind of backup system where uh you won't lose your files so it's a little bit fresh though and and they still have some way to go to to prove that it's um you know kind of impossible to to break it but that's being done right now and uh dtube which is going to be a massive site like vimeo or youtube will prove that it works and once it's proven then you know i think you'd be a fool not to consider putting your files there well when you consider right now most people's backup solution is like a usb drive hooked into their pc under the table you know it, it really is a revolution compared to that Yes, it's it's uh, utterly amazing. Can you imagine what it means for, for example, multiplayer game developers? Mm -hmm. They could put all their yeah. files on IPFS, and they would have almost no load on their servers. So what you, you know, this is what's going to happen in the future. In the future, program logic is going to be in the servers that are owned by uh, companies mm -hmm. because it has perhaps their closed source code and all that stuff. But what it essentially means is, you know people won't generally accept you running a program on their computer. That's not secure. You can have a virus. It could, you, you can't trust anybody to just come into your computer and run programs. You know, even there are fan, uh, fantastic um, teams of people working on that problem right now, uh, encrypted computers, which could actually be distributed just like files. But um, uh, what you would like to do as a multiplayer uh, game developer, or even making a website, is that even though you wouldn't put the program logic behind your applications uh, out on everybody's machines, there would be absolutely no problem putting the files out on everybody's machines. Yeah. And so your, your load uh, on your servers would be reduced by, I don't know, 80% more than that. And that in itself is a revolution. Yeah, I mean, the potential there for, you know, not just a efficient information flow, but also processing as well, you know, because I think in, you know, architectural engineering construction uh, areas where you're using things like point clouds and stuff like that, which, you know, gaming environments, it's all polygons. But this, again, it's so graphics intensive. This could just be such a game changer. It's incredible. It's, it's utterly incredible. And, and um, uh, you know, this is the thing to understand. Once the idea is there and it's even open source, you know, people will replicate the technology. They, they mm. will, you know, experiment with it. But the idea is there, the time is right, and, and you, you can't stop this idea from, from manifesting. And so the best thing you can do is to think about what opportunity does this give us? And with Friend, it's a massive opportunity. Um, it's it's uh, an opportunity where even the whole point of using Friend will be, have, be having easy access to unlimited storage space. Uh, so so uh, for us, this is like a, you know, a gift from the internet. Well, we've used the word revolution in this video several times and I don't think, you know, we can overuse that word because this to me is probably the most exciting time since the birth of the web, really, isn't it, in terms of technology. Um, in, in terms of you, Hogner, I mean, obviously, this is your baby friend, you know, from concept to where we are now. Who do you want to get involved and in? what do you want people to do with this technology right now? Well, uh, you know, I want to build a community. Uh, that's the most important thing. And it's going to be the most important thing we do for years to come, because we not only have to build a, a vast and, and, and large community, but we have to build a good community and a, a community which will define the friend platform, essentially. Uh, so 
we're doing a lot of work. We're trying to find people uh, because up till now, it's been more difficult for people to find us. And uh, our uh, project might, even though it's so uh, broad in its vector, seem a little bit narrow uh, from people who never knew what it was. So um, uh, we've been working on building a forum uh, and building activity in social media. And so at the moment, uh, we would really like to get in touch uh, with more um, people who really uh, you know, kind of burn for, for, for the cloud or, or the web revolution and, and get involved with those. And it's not only developers, it's also people who really want this dream. You know, uh, uh, a lot of people are skeptical about the cloud and a lot of people um, are really happy when we tell them that, you know, they're going to be able to build their offline friend environment that has all the, the same advantages as the version you will find in the cloud on the web. Uh, so people are building their own setups who are not necessarily programmers. Uh, people who tinker, that's a fantastic thing. Even the Raspberry Pi community. We have a, a student with us now this week from, from, from up north at the university. He's building um, a Raspberry Pi version um, uh, just here at the office. So fantastic. everybody who's doing something innovative with the web technologies should get into the, the friend platform because uh, it has so much to offer them. Yeah, and I think that's you know a good point to mention as well is the fact that you've gone through an incredibly difficult period. You know, in the fact you've taken three years to develop this. You know, you're now at the point of starting something. And I think for anybody watching this, that's an important thing to include because, you know, this isn't going away. One way or the other, it's staying and it's going to move forward. And I think, you know, this idea of organic, organic growth and organic community building is just, it's really, really cool. Really, really cool. Friend is open source now. It's, uh, uh, there's a lot of documentation out there, more coming, and uh, it's not going anywhere. Uh, it's going to build. It, we're building, uh, you know, users, uh, user base in in so many different countries, and a lot of people with so many different backgrounds have so much to contribute. And we're really open to work with so many people on a really, you know, close level. Um, so, so um, you know, this is definitely something to get involved with now. So anybody that's been watching this and maybe just you know you maybe viewed our videos and you're kind of sitting on the fence, now's the time to join the revolution, isn't it? Friend needs you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, revolutionize access. <laughs> so, of course, if you have got any questions, as always, we're very approachable, always open to answering your queries. Uh, just leave a comment on this video. Join us on the developer forums or the IRC channel. I'll provide all of those links in the video description. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next week.